Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On this week's podcast, travel writer Deborah Smith will join us to share her experience staying at the St. Regis Hotel Toronto, a luxury stay right in the heart of downtown Toronto. Plus, the cruise guru, David Yeskel, returns to our podcast a bit later on to tell us about the inaugural sailing of the Discovery Princess cruise ship. And in particular, he's going to share with us all the new technology that Princess is introducing to cruisers. Always enjoy talking about cruising with David. But we're going to begin the podcast talking about how you can utilize your rewards points for an all-inclusive vacation. So joining us now to give us some tips on how to do just that is Patrick Soika. He is the founder of Rewards Canada. The website is rewardscanada.ca. That's where you'll find the ultimate guide to credit card and loyalty programs for the all-inclusive vacationer. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Randy. Always a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks for having me on again. The ultimate guide for credit card and loyalty programs for the all-inclusive vacationer. Is this something that people kind of don't know about or they kind of forget that, yeah, you can book uh, all-inclusive vacations using your points, right? Yeah, they they sure do. I mean, you know, even the loyalty programs themselves, they don't do a very good job of letting their cardholders or loyalty members know that this option is there. You know, a lot of it is just focused on flights and then and then hotels. Um, but there's, you know, credit cards out there where you can use points to, you know, bring the cost down of vacations or, or pay for a whole inclusive vacation. And even the loyalty programs themselves, like Aeroplan Air Miles, and some others have, you know, options to book these all-inclusive vacations as well. And so, you know, uh, that's kind of the, the basis of our guide is to let people know, hey, you know, you have this option here as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you have lots of tips, uh, starting with tips with a uh, list of credit cards. Just run, and run through some of those, and then we'll talk about some of the loyalty programs. Yeah, so you have some like the, the American Express Cobalt card, uh, and I guess this in general kind of covers most American Express cards, HSBC World Elite, Desjardins, uh, Odyssey, Worldly. What these are, a lot of these credit cards is you earn points on your spending, um, and then those points can be redeemed towards any travel. So you can book the travel yourself. So you can go to whoever you want, whether it's Expedia, Sunwing, you know, you name it, any any all inclusive provider. You book the travel. Once the charge shows up on your account, you redeem points against the charge. So it's basically like a cash back system towards those vacations. And a lot of these cards outside of Amex. The, the best redemption is travel. Amex is equal across for cash back and travel. So they're kind of at the top, top there. But it's, it's good to know that you have these options for the travel. So what you can do, say you have a $4,000 budget for an all-inclusive vacation and you have $1,000 worth of points, well, you've just brought your price down to 3000 So you're only spending 3000 cash. You have an extra $1,000 that you can use on your vacation or you know, to put into savings or whatever you like, because mm-hmm. you're using thousand dollars worth of points. Or the other thing I tell people is, okay, you have a five thousand dollars budget, you have a thousand dollars worth of points. Now you have a six thousand dollars budget. Now you can get yourself maybe upgrade yourself to a better room, a better hotel, you know, things like that. So, so there's multiple options when using kind of these credit card programs. Yeah, and it's different uh, from say, well, I shouldn't say it's different, but um, if you don't have enough points, you can still use them, right? Just to, to lower that cost. Oh, exactly. A lot of them have very low redemption rates. You know, like uh, Scotiabank's Scene Plus program, their travel program, I believe the the lowest, um, if you're booking your own travel, is 100 points to get a, a dollar off, you know, and then the American Express cards are 1,000 points to get $10 off and so on. So there's, 
you don't have to have, yeah, the full amount of points. Whatever you have available, you can pretty much use to get some sort of return back. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some of the different loyalty programs. You mentioned a couple, Airplan, Air, Air Miles. There's other ones out there too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so you have your big ones, Aeroplan, Air Miles. So, Aeroplan, you can redeem points, and basically it's uh, – you know, five thousand points to fifty dollars, and then you get you can do up to multiples. Um, I believe they let you redeem up to four hundred thousand points and get four thousand dollars off. You know, all inclusive vacation package there through Aeroplan uh, through Air Canada Vacations. Um, Air Miles, same thing. They kind of do a thing where it's nine hundred or nine miles for a hundred dollar credit. So again, it's it's following the same thing as those credit cards. You don't have to have the full amount of points. So these are kind of a good way if you're never going to have enough points for that, uh, you know, dream flight in first class on Singapore Airlines or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are options, you know, for using your points and still getting, uh, you know, relatively good value for them. Yeah, so you have Aeroplan, Air Miles, but then you have your, you know, smaller ones. You know, out here out west in, in Canada, you have more rewards. Which oh, is yeah, for save, yeah. For save-on foods, you know. A very easy program to earn points if you do shop at their their grocery stores. They they offer a lot a lot of good deals there. And same thing, you can redeem points as little as 100 points towards uh, all inclusive vacation through more rewards travel. So so another good good option there is them. Uh, petrol points. People don't realize. Oh, you know this is a gas station program, but they have a partnership with iTravel 2000. Same thing there. 10,000 points gets you a 10 dollar credit. So it's the same value. 10,000 points in the petrol. Uh, points program. If you go redeem it for lottery tickets or something out of Petro Canada, it's ten thousand to ten dollars. Same thing when you redeem for uh, towards an all-inclusive package with iTravel two thousand. Mm-hmm. So there there are more options out there for sure than that. I don't think people realize that you can use your points for. And also, I think if you're planning, like I don't know, like for example, if your uh, your family wants to go on a vacation next year, you can kind of plan and say, okay, let's uh, use some of these uh, rewards uh, and and kind of and gain uh, more uh, rewards as time goes by so you can use them when it, when you want to book, right? Exactly, exactly. And you can focus, yeah. And that way you can focus, you know, your spending. Say, so, okay, well, you know what? We are members of the More Rewards program. Let's make sure we do all our shopping at Save-On so we can boost our balance there, and then we'll book the package through More Rewards. Or same thing with the Air Miles partners, or, you know, you focus your spending on an Aeroplan credit card. Yeah, yeah, you can make those things. And, you know, we're talking right now all-inclusive. It's May summer season isn't as popular for all programs so but it's not a it's not a bad time right now like you said to start planning you know coming up this coming winter winter 2022-23 um we're coming out of the pandemic even further all inclusives are going to be hugely popular and they may be more expensive so now's the time to start planning to use these points programs to help you save some money on those on those uh, packages mm-hmm. it's the ultimate guide to credit card and loyalty programs for the all-inclusive vacationer you can find it at rewardscanada.ca and patrick soika is the founder of rewards canada always great insight patrick thank you great thanks again andy Well, being pampered at a luxury hotel is always a nice way to spend a couple of days and nights. And one place to do that is at the St. Regis Hotel in Toronto. And travel writer Deborah Smith recently wrote about it in an article titled The St. Regis Toronto Ushers in a New Gilded Age. And you can find it on Deborah's website, wheretolady.com. And Deborah's here now to tell us more about it. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm excited to learn about the St. Regis Toronto. There's the St. Regis Toronto, but the brand itself has got quite a name behind it, right? Yes, it does. It was established by John Jacob Astor IV, 
and uh, he famously perished on the Titanic. Interestingly enough, he put his wife on the last lifeboat that was available, and he, he just stepped away and went down with the ship. Now, he went down with the ship, but the St. Regis, uh, as a brand, continued strong and uh, continues, again, as to this day. I think that's an interesting connection with uh, John Jacob Astor and, and the whole Titanic thing and the mm-hmm. connection between his wife and the St. Regis and how the St. Regis of Toronto became what it is. And it's just uh, an interesting story. So where is it located now? Oh, um, it's right in the heart of the financial district, actually. The location couldn't be better. It's right on Bay Street and Adelaide. And um, so when you're coming into Union Station, as most people do from the airport, it's uh, it's a very quick walk, just a straight up Bay Street, about maybe less than 10 minutes. Or, you, of course, you can take a cab and you'll be there in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so the location is great. It's so close to so many things. Um, the CN Tower, for example, is just 20 minutes away. Um, the Scotiabank Arena, about the same. The Rogers Centre, if you want to catch a Blue Jays game, also about the same. Mm-hmm. Very close to the Theatre District and um, St. Lawrence Market as well. So just tons of things to see right in the neighbourhood. So I guess it doesn't matter what you're uh, in Toronto for, especially if you're like a sports fan or you're you know doing whatever. You're centrally located. You don't really have to uh, rely on a vehicle or anything like that. No, that's one of the great things about it um, is that you can just about walk almost anywhere. And also, I should mention too that you're only five minutes from Nathan Phillips Square, so you can go down and you know take a selfie with the Toronto sign, as everybody likes to do. <laughs> and um, for people that love classical music, you're also close to uh, Roy Thompson Hall and uh, the new Massey Hall, which just had a 184 million dollar renovation. Um, those are also within walking distance, so it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like as soon as you enter the lobby, you kind of get overwhelmed a little bit. Well, when you talk about gilded, it certainly is gilded, and in the best possible way. Um, when you ca- the lobby itself is is um, is interesting because it, you know it, it's a, not the largest lobby that I've ever been in. To be to be fair, but. If you look up, it, it, they've just got the most amazing things on the ceiling. Like they're using every single piece of that room to to create an impression. And what they have is they have a um, three-dimensional view of Lake, of the Lake Ontario shoreline on the ceiling. And it's, it's just <laughs> absolutely beautiful. And then you, when you walk into the elevator um, lobby, if you look up, it's all covered in cherry blossoms, you know, I mean, and fresh flowers, of course, every day. And Mm -hmm. it's just absolutely beautiful. Is it the Louis Louis? Is that how you pronounce it? Louis Louis. Louis Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty hip name for a very, very beautiful bar. Um, It's it's an amazing place. It's got wood-paneled walls, leather chairs. It's two stories, so they have a, a loft level, which is beautiful. It's on the 31st floor. And when you talk about gilded, that is really a, a beautifully, a beautiful example. The bar is gilded and mirrored, <laughs> and so every everywhere you look, it's just flashing lights. And, and but it's warm and cozy because of the gold tones that they're using in there. And one of the things they have is they have a beautiful um, mirrored backsplash that really sets off. They've got about a selection of about 500 dark spirits there. It's one of the largest collections in North America, so that really sets it off. It's lovely, absolutely lovely. And and you must remember to look up to a, another ceiling mural that they have up there by a Toronto artist. It's called Bouquet of Whiskey. 
which uh, is a nod to the, the distillery area in Toronto's distillery past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you said it was on the 31st floor, so it's not a rooftop bar, is it? It is not. No, it isn't. And uh, uh, But it does have windows, so there is still a view. And that's one thing about this hotel that I thought was just amazing. It's just the views everywhere are wonderful. Um, there's floor-to-ceiling windows in all the rooms. Um, even, for example, the pool area, where you're not really expecting to see much, that has floor-to-ceiling windows. There's a little sneak peek of uh, Lake Ontario there. Hmm. So we know there's a bar. There must be uh, other restaurants and, and places to grab a snack or, or a dinner, right? Actually, there's two main places in the hotel itself. Um, there's uh, Louis Louis itself, which is uh, an American, sort of an American-Parisian blend on the menu. Um, wonderful food. Um, and they serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Their specialty is, is spectacular. They have a 13-layer chocolate king's cake, they call it. Uh, that's covered in chocolate sauce. It's just out of this world, mm. and it's, it's like a must-try. Um, and the other place that they have is the Astro Lounge on the main floor. And the things that they do there is they have breakfast in the morning, a light breakfast. Um, they'll have an afternoon tea there on the weekends. And in at night, they have their famous Sabreage uh, of the champagne bottle. It's, um, it's a St. Regis tradition. But uh, this is something that Napoleon actually brought into... Um, existence in the 1700s. He was famous for having champagne, he said, <laughs> uh, like night and day, at it, for any excuse, you know, because he said that in victory, one deserves champagne, and in defeat, one needs it. So, <laughs> Either you know, way, you're, you're on covered. The field, you don't have a corkscrew, you just take your saber and <laughs> let her rip. So every night at uh, six o'clock, they do this in the Astro Lounge downstairs at the St. Regis. Uh, that'd be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about some of the rooms and uh, the services offered. It sounds like it's uh, pretty pretty luxurious. It is, definitely. Um, there's 258 uh, hotel rooms, and of that, uh, and they are a generous size to start with. They're about 550 square feet. That's just the hotel rooms. And then there's 124, lux- of that, there's 124 luxury suites. And those range in size up to over 2,000 square feet, so you can imagine. Mm-hmm. There's quite a range. Um, but in all of them, you're going to find that it's a sophisticated, elegant look. Um, it's very tactile. They use a lot of velvets. Um, they use the uh, the tones are usually muted. They'd be in the navies and uh, taupes and mauves, and um, yeah, the lovely thick towels and beautiful robes and fresh fresh sheets to slip into in the evening. So Very nice. Yes, it is. It's very, very nice. Yeah. Well, it all sounds wonderful. Uh, overall experience out of 10, what would you give it? Oh, gee whiz. I think I'd have to give it a 10. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's really spectacular, and it's a place that, uh, you know, should really be experienced. I think, to me, uh, what I'm always looking for in a hotel is, you know, it's, it's, it really is your home away from home. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about the St. Regis is that if you were going to live in Toronto, that's probably where you'd want to live. As I mentioned, you're right in the center of all the action. So many things are so, you can so easily reach. Um, it's restaurants, uh, everything from everything you can imagine is just outside the door. Mm-hmm. And um, even though it's extremely sophisticated and it's elegant, it's still you can relax in it. And one other thing I should mention too, by the way, is that it, 
the incredible soundproofing in these rooms as well. It's rare that you'll go into a hotel and you won't be able to hear any street noise, but Mm -hmm. you hear absolutely nothing. It's beautiful and calm and quiet and peaceful. Well, it all sounds like a wonderful stay if you're going to be in Toronto. It's the St. Regis Toronto. You can read about it at wheretolady.com, the St. Regis Toronto modern take on a Gilded Age, and the author is Deborah Smith, travel writer. Again, her website, wheretolady.com. It's fun chatting, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, new technology is being introduced to make your cruising experience even better than it has been in the past. And the cruise guru, David Yesko, got to experience that new technology firsthand on the inaugural sailing of the Discovery Princess. And you can read about it at travelweek.ca. It's titled Medallion Class Tech Powers Discovery Princess Inaugural. And David Yesko joins us now to share his experience. His website is oceancruise.guru. And you can follow his adventures on Twitter at Cruise Guru. Hi, David. Hey, Randy. It sounds like this was a pretty amazing inaugural experience, uh, especially all the new high-tech stuff. Tell us about it. A lot of amazing technology. So that's really what impressed me most, Randy, is uh, Princess. Essentially, they took advantage of the pandemic pause to refit all of their ships with this medallion-class technology, as they call it. But Discovery Princess, since it was a new build, was built with it um, integrated. And so this, what Princess calls the medallion-class experience, it's really an umbrella term for, for a group of technology products that streamline all the things guests need to do but aren't crazy about doing. Mm. And it adds convenience and improves service. So, so it all starts with the medallion, which is this quarter-sized disc you carry with you in your pocket, in your purse. Some people wear it in a lanyard around their neck. They can sell, they'll sell you a watch band or a pendant. You can put it in. Frankly, it's not a status symbol since everybody's got one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I didn't display mine. I just kept it in my pocket and, and it worked fine. But, but this, um, it, can, it uses a technology called near-field communications that's sensed all over the ship. And there are over 7,000 sensors aboard the ship that sense your medallion and essentially, you know, where you are. And that enables all of this functionality. Well, it really sounds amazing. At the same time, I wonder, what if the power goes out or something? (laughs) (laughs) But we won't think about that right now. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And and by the way, and for people who aren't interested in it, who might feel a little weird about the track being tracked, they can just not use it and ask for a key card. Oh, okay. Just proceed as they did uh, old school cruising, but 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 it, I, I think it's a great it's it's a great technology. And so, just to give you an idea of some of the benefits, mm-hmm. um, so using the there's a companion smartphone app called the Medallion Class app, and I checked in you know before the cruise. I did remote check in, of course. You load everything: your vaccine info, your passport info. And when I got to the terminal at my assigned embarkation time, all I had to show was my physical passport, vax card, and um, test result, COVID test result. And then I just tapped my medallion on a touchpad that verified me and walked onto the ship. And from the time I got into the terminal to onboard the ship, 10 minutes. Really? Really. Incredibly streamlined. Now, they're, they're staggering 
embarkations. So yeah, so that helps. A, that helps arrive within a half hour or 45-minute um, um, gap. But it helps, but everything preloaded in the app plus the medallion makes it really easy. And then you walk up to your stateroom, and as you approach your stateroom, your door unlocks. A sensor in the door senses you and your medallion, of course, unlocks the door. You hear the thwack, the electronic unlock, and you see a little green light lit around the doorknob, and your door unlocks. So it's really cool. And no, by the way, nobody else's door unlocks when you're walking down the hallway. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's, just, it's just your door. And, and so that's just the welcome. And then there's all the other stuff it does, too. And so isn't there a little uh, notice saying, like, welcome, David, to... There is, there the... is. So there's a little um, display. There's a little um, uh, LED display right next to the door. There, exactly. That says, welcome, David, as you walk up. And it, it was my wife, you know, it has her name on there. And and it knows where you are at all times. And, and you know, if you're looking for somebody, your kids, for instance... Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see where they are aboard ship. So this is great for families traveling together. Everybody knows where everybody is. And, you know, if, if you're so desired, you can even locate your, you know, your significant other. But um, <laughs> you, 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 can, you can pretty much see where your traveling party you is. You can't get away from anybody, in other words. You can't get away from anybody. <laughs> they could conveniently leave their medallion somewhere. If they I don't suppose, want to I suppose. Right. Uh, so now how would, you, how would you do that? Is there a map of the ship somewhere that you can say, okay, they're on, you know, deck here, yeah. over here, or whatever? Like, yeah, how, right. how does so that you, work? You can, you can see it using the smartphone app. Uh, on your cabin TV, and okay. there are hundreds of touchscreen portals throughout the ship. These these like six foot high portals throughout the ship. You can use one of those. So the functionality isn't available only on the app. It's on you know on the cabin TV on these portals. Mm-hmm. So you can use any of those um, to perform all, all these functions. So one of the really cool things that the, the technology allows is is personalized service at scale. And so what that means on a ship this size. 3,600 guests, the crew could never be able to recognize and greet you by name normally, right? Mm. They would never be able to do that. So, but they can now because of, of medallions. So, so when you walk up, say, to a hostess station in the restaurant, the hostess is holding a tablet that immediately identifies you by your presence. <laughs> and they say, oh, good evening, Mr. Yeskel. Uh, yes, we have a table ready for you. I see you prefer a window table. Bring you over there. Um, we sit down. The waiter then comes over, also with a tablet, greets you by name, and says, oh, I see You know, a member of your party has a dietary restriction. Here's what the chef can do for you tonight. So all this personalized service that, that was never available heretofore on a ship of this size is now enabled you know, via this technology. So it's really cool. That is cool, and there's nothing better than you know being called by name, even if they're right. using technology to do it. So what? It's like, yes, Mr. Yesko, we have your right, table right. right over here. It's like you automatically feel better. It is great. It, it, you really do. And so it has your likes and dislikes in there, your desires, you know, what, you, what time you might want to eat. Plus, you can make restaurant reservations through the app or on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that. But but the thing that I thought was really cool was there, it's called Ocean Now, the food and drink delivery. Okay. So you can order drinks, food, anywhere you are on the ship. You don't have to flag <laughs> down a waiter or a cocktail waitress by the pool. And so I, I wanted to test it out. And so I went to a kind of a fairly remote area of the ship. Uh-huh. And I ordered on the app. 
and I ordered on the app uh, a dessert, uh, a chocolate hazelnut mousse. And it was free. There's a list of free items, and there's items that are extra charged. So uh-huh. it's a free item. I didn't have to disclose where I was. The medallion took care of that, you know. And I'm watching it on the app, and it kind of looks like similar to when you're using a, a DoorDash or a Grubhub. Yeah, or an Uber or something. You can actually map out right. where they are, right? Map out where they are and, and the, the progress of your order. So it says order received, and then it moves to, you know, your order is now being prepared. And just before it went to your order is out for delivery, I got up and I moved. <laughs> and, I went, and I went to a different deck, and I went sat around the pool on a different deck, and 10 minutes later, I see, you know, on the app, the whole thing took about 15 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes later, uh, a waiter approaches me, says, Mr. Yeskel, uh, yes, here's your moose. Thank you very much. And um, and that was it. So I never had to They disclose. found you. They found me. Didn't have to disclose what I was wearing. I wasn't disguised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and they found me. And That so, is amazing. Yeah, that functionality was really cool because... You can do that anywhere on the ship, including in your cabin, right? If you want just room service yeah. in your cabin, you can do it. But if you feel like having a drink or something to eat anywhere you are aboard, you, you can get I like that. Yeah. yeah wow. Uh, anything else? Uh, we only have about a minute here, but anything else? Yeah, so the, the one other thing that uh, it enables is touchless payments. So when you're of course you're drink, bar, <laughs> you can pay for it. They want to make it easy. Easy. When you drink, drink at the bar, you don't have to sign anything. There's no ticket to sign. And they've just enabled what they call medallion pay in certain ports. So in, in select ports in Mexico and in the Caribbean, they they partnered with retailers and food and beverage uh, venues to accept the medallion. So you don't have to bring your wallet. You don't have to bring your phone when you get off the ship. And and I used it in, in, a, in a restaurant in Puerto Vallarta. And I paid with my medallion. They have a medallion touchpad there. Since the system is all controlled in the cloud, of course, of course. you just touch your your medallion on the touchpad to pay. Isn't that and, something, and, hey? Yeah, yeah, and the payment goes to the, whatever credit card you have associated with your onboard account automatically goes to that credit card. So it's great. don't have to bring, in, in, in some of these ports, you don't have to bring your phone or your wallet, which people worry about anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as long as you're going to one of these establishments, you can just pay with the medallion. So that was another feature I really liked. Wow, lots of cool stuff. Uh, you can read about it. Medallion Class Tech Powers Discovery Princess Inaugural. It's on the Travel Week website, travelweek.ca. The author is David Yeskel. His website is oceancruise.guru. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at cruiseguru. Uh, always fun to chat, David. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. Great talking to you. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.org.